The following podcast contains alcohol-enhanced conversations about alcohol, as well as a potential for discussions about topics of dubious, disturbing, possibly offensive, but usually hilarious interest. The opinions stated herein are solely of the persons making them, and any endorsement of these opinions by any other party is not implied. Foul language is likely, but intolerant viewpoints are not. Listener intoxication is advised. Welcome to episode 70 of the Neat Glass Sponsored Whiskey Tangent Podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Ed. And today we're doing the second in an occasional series of episodes in which we deconstruct whiskey cocktails. The first was in season five on episode 45 when we tasted three different whiskey cocktails made three different ways by changing only one ingredient in order to answer the burning question, does your vermouth vermatter? And well, we did find that, yes, in fact, your vermouth does matter. This time we'll be doing basically the same thing, but changing a different ingredient to answer the equally burning question, whose bitters be better? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how you were going to flip that. I had no idea what you were going to say. An explosive showdown between the top two most widely used bitters brands, oh, you fucking genius. Angostura, <laughs> Angostura and Peychaud's. And joining us on this deep dive into the bitter end of the cocktail pool are the decidedly not bitter whiskey power couple, Rachel. Hello. And Marty. Hey, how's it going? But before we get to all the festive fun, sometimes sour Ed is here to tell us which bracing bitter embellished beverages we'll be sharing and comparing tonight. So we're going to pregame first by kind of delving into the bitters. Scott's going to do the history of the Angostura bitters, and then we're going to taste it. Then we'll do the history of Pichard's bitters, and then we'll taste that. And I'm a little embarrassed to say I've never tasted bitters by themselves. When I think of all the times I've included them in cocktails, it's kind of silly that I've never just dropped a couple on my tongue to see what they taste like. Yeah, just put it in your mouth. Yeah, put it in your mouth and talk about it. That's the whole premise of the uh, podcast. (laughs) It's what we actually have in our business cards. Right. So we have three cocktails coming up, and then a fourth. The first cocktail is going to be the Trinidad Sour mm-hmm. with rye, orgeat syrup, lemon juice, and each of the two bitters. Mm-hmm. Round two cocktail sounds amazing. The La Louisiane, the rye sweet vermouth, Benedictine, absence, and then once again, each of the two bitters. Round three cocktail, improved whiskey cocktail, bourbon, simple syrup, maraschino liqueur, ginger liqueur, and bitters. Once again, both bitters. And the final round cocktail will be a Sazerac, which is rye, sugar, or simple syrup, depending on what you want to do whom. We're going to do sugar, absinthe, bitters, but we'll be tasting this one blind to see if we can tell which bitters is in which cocktail. Be better. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So four cocktails coming up. First, we're going to do the bitters. Scott, back to you. All right. So we're going to do the Angostura history, and then we'll taste it. It's uh, six paragraphs. It's not too long, but it's, I thought, very interesting. This is from an article titled The Secret History of Angostura Bitters by Raman Ganeshram. It's crazy how old they are. Correct. Posted at BBC.com. Take a stroll down your local liquor store aisles, and you'll find beer, wine, and spirits of all types, plus countless mixers for everything from daiquiris to Bloody Marys to margaritas. But no matter where you are in the world, one little bottle quietly takes its place of importance among them all. Angostura, aromatic, 
bitters. Produced since the 19th century, Angostura is as important to the bartender as salt is to the chef. Without it, there would be no Manhattan, no Old Fashioned, no Whiskey Sour, nor any of a thousand other cocktails developed since. However, bitters, as we simply call it now, is not just something to drink, it's also a source of national pride in the tiny Caribbean twin island nation of Trinidad and Tobago, where it's made and where it's included in the recipes for everything from baked goods to traditional dishes to hot cuisine. Even in Trinidad's alcohol abstaining religious communities, there's usually a bottle of bitters in the cupboard for medicinal use, which was actually the original purpose for the concoction created by Johann Gottlieb Benjamin Siegert, a German army surgeon and officer who served under the Venezuelan military and political leader Simon Bolivar who fought against Spanish rule in the Americas. In 1824, while he was stationed in the Venezuelan town of Angostura, Siegert created his bitters specifically as a stomach tonic for ailing soldiers. By the mid-1800s, his bottles of bitters made their way around the world in little wooden casks that ship's captains bought directly from Siegert as medicine for the crew. After Siegert's death, political upheaval in Venezuela pushed his sons to relocate to Trinidad, just eight miles off the Venezuelan coast, where they set up a company they called the House of Angostura. Mm. Other companies attempted to make copies of the product, but it was Angostura's aggressive enforcement of their patent that shot put them to fame because news of their lawsuits began to be widely reported in financial newspapers at a time when alcohol-soaked gentlemen's clubs were very popular. Thus, the brand was brought into the upper echelons of society where it became a premier ingredient for the emerging sophisticated cocktail culture with an endless array of drinks being developed around its flavors. But what are those flavors? Yes. Well, nearly 200 years after its development, the recipe for Angostura bitters remains one of the world's longest held culinary mysteries. I know it. Do you? Right. Mine is love, marriage, divorce, bitter. (laughs) (laughs) Only a few facts are known for sure. One, Siegert's original suspension of herbs, barks, and spices has remained unchanged. Number two, the alcohol base is close to 100 proof. And three, although many people have guessed dozens of different components over the centuries, including clove, cinnamon, allspice, black licorice, divorce, (laughs) and star anise, the only herbal ingredient listed on the label is gentian, a bitter root that has long been used in herbal tonics. But whatever the real recipe is, it hardly matters because its incredible success has never been in doubt. Today, the company produces three other bitters products, Orange, Cocoa, and Amaro. And although they are tight-lipped about their sales figures, the fact that nearly every bar and restaurant, not to mention every home bar, practically in the world, has a bottle, the number must be staggeringly large. As Giuseppe Gonzalez, the creator of the Trinidad Sour, recently said, Ango has won the game, and they do little or no marketing for what is essentially an unreproducible product. Someone Mm. could make something better but no one would drink it they're unbeatable everything else is a copy wow that's great scott thank you so much because what gets me is we had an episode where we talked about them back in the day and i compared them to staples i can never understand how staple companies make (laughs) money because it's like five thousand staples in a box for like a dollar yeah it's like when am i going to run out of staples and the same thing with bitters it's like i keep a bottle it usually lasts in my fridge like a year (laughs) i spend the eight dollars on it but it's a great point when you think of every bar has got them, every house has got them. Yeah. And it's, so it's time for me to throw out the third of a bottle I have left of the Angostura orange bitters I have in my fridge right now and get a new one. Yeah. So I don't even use it all, but I know it's getting kind of stale, so I move on. Yeah. These are fresh. Fresh bought last oh, night. Oh, yeah. We bought it on Thursday. Thursday night. Yeah. Two nights ago. Yep. And let's smell and taste the Angostura. Well, it's definitely a, a darker a darker color than the Pichards, which I can see in my glass is much more red. <laughs> you put an R in the Pichards. Oh, my gosh. Holy cow. Never had this many bitters at one place. 
kind of smells like a gin to me. I see. Oh, I see what you mean. Like a juniper. It's so floral. Right. There must be juniper in this, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, I love the smell of it. It's terrific. Licorice. I'm smelling. Absolutely, Anis. Absolutely, yeah. Like raw licorice root. No, very little cinnamon. Cinnamon, yeah. There's no sweetness on the smell at all. I mean, I don't get anything sweet. I've never smelled anything quite like this. Right. So I put two dashes of each of these in our neat glasses. I've never had more clove present in anything I've done. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It's like a chewing on a clove stick just to smell it. Oh, you know what, though? It doesn't taste as bitter oh, as I thought it? it was going to taste. Oh, it's pretty You're bitter. pulling an Ed. Oh, I mean, to me, it doesn't taste as bitter. Maybe it didn't take a big enough sip. <laughs> Did you do a whole shot of it, Marty? Yeah, pretty much. I yeah, mean, it's, it's pretty. Poof. Oh. oh, sure. It's bitter. Definitely bitter. Man, clove all over it. I yeah. literally, mm-hmm. I mean, it's even worse now than when I smelled it. It literally tastes like I'm Huge. chewing a clove stick. And mm. the oh. tingliness that you get from oh. clove. Does clove come in a stick? <laughs> no, I've never seen No, they're, they're li- like little. <laughs> I've never seen clove in its natural form. What, think... what would they be called? Those little things? The rounded Pods things with or a spike. seeds or. Uh, they're like little spiky. Tips things. of flowers? So, you know, they used uh. to use clove oil. Like if you were going to pierce your ears or whatever, it would numb mm. for. And I'm getting a little bit of that tingly numbness on oh, my, oh, definitely. my yeah. tongue, right? Yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. But a little umami, like a little, oh, not, yeah. not quite soy sauce, but something. Oh my God. Yep. It's very distinctive though. Holy cow. Like I take it back. There is a slight faint of sweetness, but I'm only on the finish. I'm chewing on a Christmas tree though. Yeah. There's oh a, yeah. There's, there's some yeah, pine there yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Mm. Yeah. This is really good. I think, <laughs> I don't know if Marty really liked this, but I think Rachel <laughs> did. Yeah. <laughs> Because I like it too, and Rachel and I have this bitter it, it, love. So yeah. Marty doesn't like bitters in his Manhattan. No, and so, let me yeah. tell you, we were in Florida last week visiting friends, and I was making Manhattans for everybody, and I overdid the two uh, two, two dashes. Uh, dashes. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't like my Manhattan because yeah. it was too much bitters. Too much bitters. I don't mind with two dashes, but I probably put in three or four by accident. Oh, I see. And now this is all I'm tasting. This is exactly what I was tasting yeah. in that Manhattan. I was like, why is this? Oh yeah, I put too much bitters in it. This is going to be so fascinating. So because. Yes. Uh, some of these are going to have a lot of bitters in it and we're going to see if it's too much Mm. Mm -hmm. and what the differences are between the two Mm -hmm. all right so then we'll just move on the pace rods the history of pace rods is a little shorter um we actually did the whole history of pace rods on episode 30 back in season three with anders and gabe it's heavily entwined in the origins of the sazerac cocktail so please go back and listen to that for the full story but as a synopsis i found this short and sweet version of pace rods history on a blog at all the bitter Dot com. <laughs> Behind nearly every bar in the world, you'll find the same two bitters, Angostura and Peshawds. While Angostura is most often called for in classic cocktails, Peshawds bitters holds an important place in the Sazerac cocktail and many other classic and modern drinks. Like Angostura, it has a fascinating history and is inextricably linked to American cocktail culture. Peshawds bitters owes its iconic status to the visionary craftsmanship of Antoine Amadie Peshaud. Born circa 1803, Peshaud found his way to New Orleans during a tumultuous period marked by slave riots in Haiti. Fleeing the violence and economic collapse of the island nation, Peshaud brought with him his medicinal tonic, a proprietary blend of botanicals including gentian and anise that would soon become known as Peshaud's bitters. In 1832, Peshaud opened his own apothecary on Royal Street, where he dispensed his patented herbal remedy and introduced locals to the vibrant flavors of his bitters. Legend has it that Peshaud and his friends were the first to experiment with adding his bitters to the popular Sazerac de Forge et Fille Cognac, eventually leading to the creation of what is sometimes incorrectly cited as the first American cocktail, the Sazerac, not the vampires. Although, <laughs> although the vampires at Sazerac, the company, are now producing... <laughs> 
Peychaud's at the Buffalo Trace Distillery in Frankfort, Kentucky, and the Sazerac House, which sits just outside the French Quarter in New Orleans. So this is a very New Orleans-based product. You know, let me ask you, because bring this up, I bartended for about 10 years. Yeah. And, you know, it was probably in the, face game. Um, I'm trying to think when it was, 80, <laughs> late 80s, 90s. I've never, ever, ever have seen this Peychaud's in any bar I ever worked at. Now, I never really? worked at high-end, classy joints, making all these nice drinks. It was pretty much, you know, slinging beers and a lot of, well, yeah. mix, mixers. Sports but the, bars, right? Yeah, yeah. sports yeah. bars. Uh, I did work at a couple of nicer places, but, like, I've never even heard of this before. Really? So, yeah, it, it's very old. I was surprised. I, yeah. I maybe it just came into. Uh, they're very, they started yeah. very close together. The mm-hmm. 1820s for both of them. Peychaud's is definitely number two. It is the Burger mm-hmm. King to the uh, <laughs> Angostura McDonald's for sure. And that's why I wanted to compare these because it is the top two, but Angostura is by far the most used. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you didn't know about it yeah. doesn't really surprise me. A lot of this stuff went out of favor, the Peychaud stuff in the New Orleans drinks. And then it came back in the cocktail revolution of like the early 2000s. So it was probably mm-hmm. after you were done bartending. Yeah, yeah it could yeah. be. Yep. So uh, the uh, thing that strikes licorice. me, yeah, the thing that strikes me the most visually is it's yeah. so red. Yeah. The other one's sort of a dark brown. And that throws me off with the licorice smell to it. Oh my yeah. God. That's all yeah. you smell is licorice. That is all. And it does yeah. say right in your description that anise was a big part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I honestly feel like I'm smelling a dram of anise at. It's a lot sweeter smelling or like too. Like a root beer syrup. Or oh, like root beer. Very good. Yes. Yeah. Sas- yeah. Sarsaparilli. Yeah. It's sarsaparilli. <laughs> I smell cherries. I smell sweet. Yep. Beneath the anise. Anise is the mm-hmm. first thing you smell. But like a heavy cough syrup, like the root yeah. beer syrup, mm-hmm. and, and, cherry. And, and like you that. said, the root beer. A raw, unsweet yeah. root beer. Like yeah. Definitely. Let's trace it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a big black mm-hmm. licorice fan. This yeah. is great smell, but I just tasted it. And it's good, but no, the story has so much more going on. than. Oh, yeah. Than this, this is does. completely. I can't believe yeah. how different they are. Wow. They're, they're very I different. I thought they were pretty close. Like I did, too. Okay. I'll go back to the vermouth. It's like having a cokey next to the. Uh, the Dolan. <laughs> you said it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It's very thin. It's very nothing, thin. There's nothing lingering. Afterwards. I'm surprised. Like, I'm still tasting the cinnamon and clove from yeah. Angostura. Yeah. And this this, stuff this, is I had yeah. 15 cheese puffs to clear my palate. So. <laughs> I know. I'm wondering if we should have tasted the Peychauds first. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. so oh, but I didn't maybe. know that it was going to taste yeah. as uh, weak in comparison. But yeah. that's you know a clue to what yeah. it does to a drink. It's the, not as savory, right? And it's mm-hmm. uh, yeah. they may as well just dip like a black licorice stick in there. I mean, yeah. a little bit it's, fruity, like a little bit of like, a little pebbles. Bit. Yeah. It's definitely fruitier and more anise and yeah. less spicy. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I was talking about I added too much bitters. Yeah. Mango store. It changed the cocktail, maybe mm-hmm. two more dashes. Mm-hmm. This, I think I would have to add like 10 more dashes mm. to get something, you know, where it really would affect the drink. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it is a little thin on the back. Yeah. End. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I wonder if people do use more of this in cocktails. I guess it depends. And we'll find out because we're going to make four cocktails with uh, both of these. Yep. You know what? If, if Anders was here. Yeah. He could kind of give us the oh, tenders perspective. I would have Absolutely. Been and we, we, yeah, yeah. And I definitely did and want him on here him. Yeah. 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 Right. for this. Let's call Anders and see if he answers. Oh, you want to call him? All right. Yeah. Let's call oh, yeah. him. Right. Could this would be a perfect time to ask his opinion on both of those before we get into everything else. Okay. And, and you know, we watch him work and he uses bitters all the time. And he does. And, a and lot he, of and drinks. He, it seems to make yeah. sense which ones he does different. <laughs> the number you have reached is not in service. What? Please check your directory. He's never busy at 941. 
Hello, listeners. Hey! hey! So we're recording. We just tasted both the um, Anastora and the Pichards, and we're shocked by how different they are. Give us a quick take on what you think about each of them. So I think Angostura, it's from Trinidad and Tobago, right? Yes. Yep. yes. So you've got like natural, those like Caribbean tiki flavors. So like cinnamon, allspice, clove, coriander. Right. It's such a earthy, bold flavor palette and it's perfect for whiskey. You're mm. adding like an element of like a sipping rum to like anything. Mm. Honestly, I love it with a glass of ginger ale. Yeah. Um, yes. Peychaud's, it's from New Orleans, and you still have a lot of the French influence. It's got like some mm. like brighter, more mellow flavors. You get like light cherry notes that you might yep. get in like cognac or armagnac. Right. Where it's like mellow. It's not as yeah. bold. Right. It's, it's much more subtle. And you get yeah. the anise and the root beer type of flavors, yes. right? That's a very prevalent. Yeah. Anise is a little bit more strong than the other spices that you get in Angostura. Which one do you use the most? We figured Angostura, but we wanted to try. Angostura. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yellow top or dye. What drink, <laughs> but, what drink would you use Bichard's for? Sazerac, number one with a bullet. Yeah. Yeah. But there's some fun things you can do with it as well. Yeah. Um, I find that a drop on each nipple makes the night fun. Uh. Mm. I mean, you could do that with either one of your numbing, does numb it up a little. Yeah. Uh, Ed's I nipples like, are bitter. Uh, <laughs> I like using um, Peychaud's in other cocktails that normally don't call for bitters. Mm. Oh. oh. So if you want to get really funky, do like a gin martini with like a lemon twist and just a dash of Peychaud's bitters. It's awesome. Wow. Mm. All right. Well, let's have a rousing happy birthday for our favorite. Happy yeah, birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. Thirty-two. All right. right. Congratulations on that being young and vibrant. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ed. Oh, God. We love you, man. See, love see you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Love you too, man. Love you, man. All right. See you soon. Take care, everyone. Thanks a lot. Yes. Bye, bye. What a, and that was Anders. What yeah. a trooper, awesome. man. I know. Oh. His birthday, he's working. Yeah. He, yeah. We were going to do it tomorrow, but he couldn't make it. He had a right. wedding to go to. Oh, we appreciate him taking time because I guarantee at this time of night, he's got a pretty full bar. Uh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. He slammed. All right. So we are going to take a break. We're going to make the first cocktail, the Trinidad Sour, and we will be right back. All right. All right, so we've made the Trinidad Sour, and we're about to taste the difference between Angostura bitters and Pichards. And Rachel's going to read us a description of this uh, cocktail that I've never had. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Ed. So the Trinidad Sour was created by bartender Giuseppe Gonzalez while he was plying his trade at the Clover Club in Brooklyn in 2009. Mm. This unique cocktail is a mixture of a full ounce and a half of Angostura bitters, mm. lemon juice, Orgeat and rye whiskey. Gonzalez developed the concept after being inspired by Italian bartender Valentino Bolognese's competition-winning Trinidad Especial, mm. which used lime instead of lemon and pisco instead of rye. Gonzalez's new elixir was delicious, well-balanced, and had a unique texture due to the oily Angostura bitters and rich orgeat. But it didn't catch on right away. It was only after he spent years trying to convince his fellow NYC bartenders to try it that it finally caught on. And today, you can find it listed on menus worldwide. 
Gonzalez attributes at least some of the cocktail's success to its unorthodox nature. He says that the reason it's so popular is because nobody can imagine what it tastes like. It doesn't follow the traditional... Oh, it's a rogue cocktail. It is. Ooh, just like the rogue cocktail episode. Yes. Look it up. Uh, <laughs> let me see. It doesn't follow, which is part of the appeal. And once you have a drink with that absurd amount of bitters in it, it is difficult to forget. Yes. How many bitters is in this cup? An ounce and a half. Oof. Right. Because it's quite clear which bitters is in which cup. Yes. Yeah, because we of the difference that, in color, yeah. it's sort of a dark brownish Angostura one, and the Peychaud's is definitely red. It's poopy and pinky. So, so <laughs> this gravy, yeah, like uh, bad gravy. This might help them sell more bitters too if more people drink this drink. It's diarrhea yeah. and blood in your urine. Yeah. Oh, oh go see the doctor. That's what it is. Jesus. A, Thank you, everybody, and good night. Good night, everybody. Call the doctor immediately. <laughs> All right. So the way I made this was the Trinidad Sour is made with an ounce of rye whiskey. I used bullet rye, an ounce and a half of the bitters. Uh, an ounce of the orgeat, which is a orgeat. almond nut syrup, and three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice. Is the uh, orgeat alcoholic or just... No. Okay. No, it's just a syrup. So we only have an ounce of whiskey and ounces and ounces of non-whiskey stuff. Uh, Angostura is 70-something percent alcohol. Oh, sugar. That's right. You said that. Yeah. Oh, right. Wait, well, hold on. Let me, I, let me I, get the exact stat. Actually, it's 89.5. Four. Oh my God! Percent. Wow. That is alcohol. pretty high. It's like That's Woodford. Pretty, yeah, it's like Woodford exactly. <laughs> I mean, bullets only ninety, so we got ninety and yeah. ninety. Yeah, yeah. Smells interesting. Yeah, it we'll just like taste Angostura it. Are, bitters. It does. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Which makes sense because that's the most thing yeah. that's in it. Hmm. You know, if it was warm, it would be like a holiday drink, don't Ooh, you yeah, think? Yeah, yeah. this yeah, would yeah, taste like really mold, mold something. Good warm, yeah. yeah. You expect to have a cinnamon stick sitting out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it tastes like cinnamon. There's so much cinnamon on this. I would think this would settle my stomach, though, after a big oh, meal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could definitely, definitely see yeah. that. Yeah. It could cut through it like a fatty meal. I feel, oh. like it, I feel like it's reducing my gastritis right now. Reversing <laughs> it. <laughs> it's reversing it, Ed. It was a good episode. <laughs> Here, pass the bottle, Ed. Good for you. <laughs> pass the bottle on the left hand side. Pass, pass the bottle on the left side. He got it, bud. Pass the dochi pan the left hand side. Pass the dochi pan the left hand side. He got That might be Trinidad. Oh, I, it, it might sounds be. Like it. It it might be. Be. Pass the bitter to the left hand side. He got a bong. We've just been canceled by <laughs> Did the, we? the Caribbean culture. Maybe. <laughs> Do you have any listeners over there? Uh, oh, oh, I think we've had some in Trinidad. I think we've had some. Yeah. yeah. Probably six. <laughs> if that. I love six. That it's means, a small you, that means one person listened to six episodes and then was like, meh. <laughs> yeah, like, they haven't done Angostura bitters yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And you're gonna get them with this one. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I like. I it. don't hate it. Not at all. I, I would drink it once in a while, especially I think like Rachel said. I might buy this for after Thanksgiving when you're all bloated. You know, oh like God, you've yes. carved out, and someone goes, you know what? Let me just make a Trinidad sour. It has a lot of spiciness, like sage and uh, marjoram and thyme and stuff that you would put in a stuffing. Sage and marjoram, thyme and bitter. <laughs> See, the, ba the back end is way too bitter, though. The bitterness lingers after you drink it. It does. That's what I just... It I'm does trying not to, have a pleasant the, aftertaste. The front end right? is great, but uh, I just have don't know if I get it. you drank a Trinidad <laughs> Sour... <laughs> now hit it. <laughs> Parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. Mm. You know, I would put a little maple syrup or something in it ah. to pour some maple oh syrup. 
Just to get rid of that back. Yeah, yeah. like there's one ingredient missing yeah. to make this perfect. But if you gave this to me 20 minutes after I ate Thanksgiving dinner, I'd be like, this is yeah. just what I want. There's yeah. no sweet ingredient in this. Right. It's rye whiskey. It's bitters. It's orgeat, which is a nut-based mm-hmm. syrup, mm-hmm. and lemon juice. So there's really no sweetness here. I'm not yeah. tasting that nut. Like, so orgeat, orgeat is usually used in like tiki drinks. You mean the face shot? What did you say? <laughs> face <laughs> shot. Oh, there we go. Oh. There we go. I'm not looking at you. I am not looking at you. I didn't phase that over here. (laughs) Let let me bring us back. The orzite is usually used in tiki drinks. Yes. So like rum-based cocktails and uh, juices and pineapple and papayas and bananas. Maybe we'll taste it more with the Pichard's version. Possibly. So let's do that. Because we we agree that that's more laid back. Right. So this is the reason, and Anders said, that you might want to use Pichard's over Angostura because Pichard's is a lot more subtle. Mm. Not my consistent nose, but my first nose was kool-aid <laughs> it's like a cherry yeah kool-aid. no licorice was, licorice licorice right, yeah, licorice, licorice. this is like red licorice it licorice looks like and red cherries licorice. Yeah. yeah cherry licorice yeah oh yeah but not twizzlers <laughs> it's a totally different drink yeah they're two different drinks for sure it's like a grapefruit punch or something yeah yeah i think the bitters makes it taste like the grapefruit less sweet you know fruit right it's, yeah, a, it's kind of a bitter, bitter fruit yeah it does taste like a punch yeah. it tastes like a tropical punch is that what you said yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's we exactly what it tastes we should have like. tasted this first though because I, i'm still tasting that all right batter. so we have to reverse the order for going I, I agree yeah so the round two and three we'll do the Peshaw's version right. first even though it will be much less of yeah. the bitters i totally get it but. i like this but you guys are right these are two completely different drinks and i am shocked actually uh, how different how they different are, they are. Yeah. but they're there's so much of the bitters in this yeah so the next drink that we do it's only like three dashes this was a full ounce and a half well this is going to yeah, sensitize us though that's good yeah that's why i did this first because mm-hmm. i was like we need to get a base so we can predict later which one is which but you know what i like both of these drinks i think marty you like the second one better <laughs> i'd rather have a zambuca than this to be honest oh with you. wow but, to settle the stomach too. Yeah, okay. exactly. I got you. I, but I no, I actually believe it or not, I like the first one better. Oh, okay. But I just didn't like the bitter back end to it that just okay. lingered. It lingered. If it would go away a little quicker, yeah. I'd be okay with it. Gotcha. Wonder what it would taste like, Scott. This <laughs> he hates when I do this. Yeah. If we did like half and half of the bitter profile. No. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna mix these. I mean, yeah, go ahead and mix them. <laughs> I'm mixing them. Because and now it's really poopy colored. I mean, Peshaud's is a little bit sweeter. Oh, it's a win. Oh, yeah, wow. you like it. That's actually really good. Oh, wow, this is awesome. I that's, like it. Yeah. That's, right, that's the ticket for the for Trinidad Sour needs half and half. Oh, And, it, and it, it takes the bitterness out of the back end for some unknown reason. All right. You yeah. can taste the lemon juice more, I think. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a bright citrus note oh, right my God. in the it's middle. It's such a win right now, dude. Mm. I think the citrusy elements of the Peshards is cutting down on the bite of some of the, like, the cloves. Oh, and it's cinnamon. so much better. It is. I think so it's balancing I it out. Yeah. It is. But it was actually the right move. <laughs> yeah, I think it's much better. It's delicious. Now, I might drink this over my uh, Zambuca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so split yeah. it or use less of the more bold uh, mm-hmm. Angostura, as yeah. Ed was saying. Yeah. Yeah, I really like this. It's really good. All right, so before we get to... The round two, the La Louisiane cocktail. I have a surprise. Oh, yeah, surprise. For Marty. Uh-oh. No, not that surprise. Oh, no. There's another surprise. Uh-oh. This is the first surprise. <laughs> so, Marty, about six months ago, asked me to do a DNA test to prove your brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and we have the results. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, my God. The ghost of Jerry Springer's just arrived. Yeah. Yeah. Drum roll. No. What we're doing is 
Marty said that he wanted to be on an episode that we did a quizgy on. <laughs> yeah, I did. And yes. oh so now God. we're going to do a quizgy oh. about bitters. Great. New people I can lose to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you won the last four of them. Shut up. I know. I've been on a roll. All right. So give yourself a name. Ed usually does something about Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not here, so what's oh, Marty's in. Rachel so is in. I'm so excited. <laughs> I, do a quiz I know. I love listening to him. Uh, Sue Stalker is Ed's name. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Marty, Rachel, and Sue Good. Stalker. She's going to distract him so we can. Right. Win. That's yeah. right. Okay. She's in the background today. Good. Sue, distract him. I don't care. So he can't win. And Ed's like, I don't care. care. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So this is Quizkey. If you've listened to this before, as you know, the first round. First chime-in correct answer is worth 100 points. A second chime-in correct answer is worth 50 points. A third chime-in correct answer is worth 25 points. But if you get it wrong, you get negative 25 points. Punitive. And a paddle from Sue. (laughs) Sue will paddle you. (laughs) Well, Ed will enjoy that. That's right. I just continually choose wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I'm choosing E. There's no E. Okay. Um, The first round, the questions will be about bitter's history. Okay. Question number one. Between 2009 and 2011, cocktail enthusiasts around the world were faced with a drastic restriction in the supply of Angostura bitters, Mm -hmm. causing bars and restaurants to hoard bottles and giving mixologists no choice but to use alternatives. What, according to the company, was the root cause of the shortage? Is it A? Their workers went on strike. B, a hurricane destroyed their warehouse. C, their bottle manufacturer had supply issues. Or D, a fungus wiped out their gentian root source. Marty. B. B, a hurricane destroyed their warehouse? Yes. That is incorrect. Sue Stalker. D. D, a fungus wiped out their gentian root source. That is also incorrect. Rachel, you can chime in. If you're correct, you get 25. But if you're incorrect, you get negative 25. Uh, C? C. That is the correct answer. (laughs) (laughs) Rachel gets 25 points and she's on the board and winning. Nice. Well, we narrowed it down for her. So that's that's good. Respectable. (laughs) Rachel, go ahead and buzz in on that. Okay. So that we're all buzzing. Yeah, you didn't buzz in. So that didn't count. No, no, it's fine. All right. <laughs> I am competitive. I might be honest. You but are competitive. competitive. Wow. Look at you over there. All right. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Question number two. New Orleans Sazerac coffee house owner Thomas H. Handy acquired the Peychaud's brand from Antoine Peychaud in 1873, as it was so essential to his company's Sazerac cocktail. But sometime after Handy's death, his company lost the brand. Of course, as I said in the history, Sazerac did eventually reacquire the brand. In what year did they buy back Peychaud's? Was it A, 1970, B, 1980, C, 1990, or D, 2000? Marty. 2000. 2000 is incorrect. Ed. 90. 1990 is also incorrect. God damn it. Rachel again is in the position of guessing either 1970 or 1980, but you don't have to buzz in at all if you don't want to. I think 1980. 1980. That is incorrect. It is 1970. We're back to zero. And Rachel gets negative 25. We're all tied up. Okay. 
Question number three. When looking at a bottle of Angostura, it's hard not to notice that the label sticks up around the neck of the bottle. Mm -hmm. What's the reason behind these oversized labels? Mm -hmm. Was it A, a marketing campaign to highlight the uniqueness of their product? B, a miscommunication between the bottle designer and label designer? C, to create a receptacle for spilled bitters, which keeps the bottle cleaner? D, to create more space on the tiny bottles for all their product information? Marty. C. C, to create a receptacle for spilled bitters. That is incorrect. Oh, man, I suck. <laughs> Rachel. Miscommunication. A miscommunication between the designers. That is the correct oh. answer. Oh, that was my second choice. And Rachel gets 50 points. Yes. So you're just doing pretty well. <laughs> well, then she didn't do well, and then she did. But, you know, that's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Question number four. When Antoine Peychaud escaped slave riots in Haiti in 1803, the island nation had actually been called San Domingue by French colonists for hundreds of years. And it wasn't until the next year, 1804, that the name changed. What does Haiti mean in the language of its indigenous inhabitants? Is it A, land of true love, B, land of high mountains, C, land of many coasts, or D, land of large snails? Ed. I got to go D on that one. That is incorrect. Oh. Marty. Mountains. Land of High Mountains is the correct answer. Oh, All right. So Marty gets 50 points. And the last question in round one, question number five, an establishment located on Washington Island in Lake Michigan called Nelson's Hall and Bitters Club serves full shots of Angostura bitters to patrons, a practice that's been kept alive since 1920 when it began as a means of skirting the rules of prohibition. Mm. After all, it's simply a medicine for upset stomachs, right? Mm. In which state is Nelson's Hall's bitters located? A, Illinois. B, Indiana. C, Michigan. D, Wisconsin. Rachel. Michigan. Michigan is incorrect. Oh. Ed. Illinois. Illinois is also incorrect. Oh, for fuck's sake. Marty, Indiana or Wisconsin? Oh, man. I think Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Wisconsin, Wisconsin is the correct oh. answer. That was going to be my other guess. You don't have to tell like, me. I got it. <laughs> I just, just you win. So competitive. She loves me so much. I know she does. That's so sweet. At the end of round one, Marty has <laughs> 75, Rachel has 50, and Ed has the goose egg. Goose. Bum, bum, ba, dum. It's almost Christmas. It's almost Christmas, He's Ed. That's good. Win. Your goose will be cooked. <laughs> so in the next round, the points are doubled. Yes. And we will take a small break. No pressure. And come back and taste the La right. Louisiane cocktail. Yeah. La Louisiane. Woo! So we've made the next cocktail, the La Louisiane. And uh, Marty's going to read us uh, what the La Louisiane is made of. All right. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do my best here. All right. The La Louisiane mm, is the former house drink 
of historic New Orleans restaurant of the same name, which was built in 1881. Mm. Louisiana. Oh, Louisiana. 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 The cocktail is a variation of the Bucaray. Mm. So many French music <laughs> under all of this. One of my favorite cocktails. Which is a heady mix of rye whiskey, cognac, sweet vermouth, benedictine, and Peychaud's bitters. Mm. But this variation intensifies the rye, skips the cognac, and calls for a few dashes of absinthe, producing a drink that is both familiar and unique. The cocktail first appeared in Famous New Orleans Drinks and How to Mix Them. It's a 1937 book by Stanley Clisby Arthur. Like many drinks of the era, it all but disappeared over the decades, but it regained a foothold after appearing in the PDT Cocktail Book by Jim Meehan, a 2011 tome that detailed recipes from the popular New York speakeasy-style bar called PDT. The La Louison <laughs> has not reached the heights of its whiskey-laced cousins like the Sazerac or Vucare, but it's once again being made in select bars inside and outside of New Orleans. And apartments mm. in Marlton. And apartments in Marlton. <laughs> That's exactly correct. Classy. This is two ounces of rye whiskey. Ooh, again, two ounces. Again, Ooh. I used bullet. Uh, three quarters of an ounce of sweet vermouth. I used cokey. Yes. Torico di Torino. Uh, a half an ounce of Benedictine. A bar spoon of absinthe. And Ooh. three dashes of the bitters each in your glasses. Great. We did switch the order here. So in your number one neat glasses is the Peychaud's version because we said in the previous two cocktails that the Angostura was overwhelming the Peychaud's. So we're going to do the Peychaud's first and uh, that's it. All right. Let's smell and taste it. Anise. Yeah. I don't think the blind thing is going to work. I don't think it is either. I know. The, yeah, the, the smell the and yeah, the color, everything yeah, is like so, so clear. Yeah. We'll have to blindfold, but I, I, all my blindfolds are at my house, so sorry. Mm. <laughs> by the, by the with the handcuffs? Right, exactly. The, right, handcuffs, blindfolds, and I'd have to pour it in your mouth. And the cat of nine I'd tails. i have to waterboard oh, you with God, it. God, I shouldn't have started. <laughs> smells very nice. It's the Zambuca. Oh, Ooh, yes. I There's mean, a it, lot of it, anise on this. But it reminds like me Zambuca. just of like a Zambuca. It's got really good flavor. Yeah. It's a little rich. It's a little lace thick on the tongue. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, oily. It, oily yeah, mouthfeel yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's good. I like this. Viscous. It's as good as I expected it to be. It's viscous. Is there any lemon juice in this? No. I think a little squeeze of lemon. Oh, interesting. I don't know. I like my Zambuca with my lemon. I don't know if you guys ever had dark Zambuca with lemon squeezed into it on ice and then shaken like the hell out of it. When I squeeze a lemon, the Zambuca comes down my my cheek. God. It's like a secret code that they have. Yeah. We just will never know. Those were actually two different songs, but it's okay. I, I don't know why we did that, but it I, I don't either. It, it worked. It was awesome. This tastes delicious. I have a lot yeah. of fruitiness in this too, mm-hmm. in addition to the anise. So the Peychaud's, of course, has a lot of anise in it, but there's also, remember, a bar spoon of the absinthe yeah. Yeah. in this too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes, yes. This is a delicious cocktail. This is great. Right? I've never had the La Louisiana before. No. Anders made us the Vucare on episode 15, his first appearance on the yeah. podcast, and mm-hmm. it just blew us away. We love the Vucare. Yeah. It's a delicious oh, cocktail. It's one of my top three drinks. Yeah. And this is just sort of a distaff version of it. Yeah. But different. It's a little brighter, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I like, like it a the lot. way it is. Yeah. Yeah. So let's try the Angostura version. Okay. All right. Mm. I mean, it smells deeper. 
Like it's got deeper, god, richer. Damn, milk. these are different. Cocktails. Different cocktail. Yeah, oh again. Oh my god! How much is in here? It's only three dashes. <sighs> okay, it's good, but it is totally different. This mm. is delicious. Mm, it's pretty good. It's good, but it's I, I just like totally the, different. I like the lighter, fruitier, like the holiday spice. Just kind of yes. Yeah. It's deeper in that way where mm. there's more baking spices. And this had a deeper cherry note, whereas the first one had a lighter cherry note. Actually, yeah. this would be great with a cherry garnish. Yes. The way that it's supposed to be made is with the Peychauds. Oh, wow. With a cherry garnish. Okay. Hmm. So which do we like better? I think I actually like it with the, well, I don't know. So you guys decide. I would say Peychauds, but okay. it's really yeah. interesting with the other one, though. Yeah. And once again, <laughs> I wonder how it would taste. Oh, right. my God. Oh, no. Well, we're going to mix them. No, don't. Uh, don't. Don't. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it kind of... It's not terrible, but it, it didn't pop like the first one They kind of wash each other out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It ruins yeah. it. And yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Isn't it weird? Like, the first one works yeah. so well, this does not work. It no. Just, it muddies They're what's fighting good each about other. both of them. They yeah. are fighting each yeah. other. Yeah. 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 It's almost as if you should use half the amount of Ango that you want to use with Peychauds to balance them out. Mm. Oh. Because of their intensity. Oh, why don't you levels. try that next time? Ooh, maybe I will. For the third drink. Ooh. Maybe I'll do it for the Sazerac. So, for the one that we're going to be tasting blind. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. to make it harder. Yeah. Because Rachel is right. I think we're going to know on sight which oh, one is which. Because it's three dashes. Uh, yeah. It's, the it's obvious. Yeah. It's obvious. Okay. So now that we're done round two of the cocktails, we're going to do round two of Quiz Key. Woo! Turd Ferguson is Ed. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. Funny name. Uh, Marty, buzzed in. Uh, Rachel, buzz in. Uh, Turd Ferguson, buzz in. I'm going right. to uh, change my name next time. <laughs> I'm going to think about my new name. Okay, so this is round two of Bitter Quiskey. We're doing bitter foods. Mm-hmm. Ooh. The points have doubled. For a first chime-in correct answer, it's 200. If for a second chime-in correct answer, it's 100. And third chime-in correct answer, it's 50 points. But if you get it wrong, it's negative. Question number one. Many foods described as bitter contain compounds called alkaloids. From an evolutionary standpoint, our ancestors' aversion to alkaloids was because they can sometimes be A, too salty, B, high in calories, C, nutritionally deficient, or D, poisonous. Marty. Poisonous. D, poisonous is the correct answer. Knew that one. Question number two. Despite the fact that a bitter taste can signal poison, bitter plants and herbs were widely used in traditional medicines throughout the ancient world. Modern medicine has also identified several benefits to bitter compounds. Which of the following is not one of these benefits? Is it A, suppresses appetite, B, stimulates saliva production, C, improves circulation, or D, helps release gastric juices? Turd Ferguson. C. C. Improved circulation is the correct answer. And Ed gets on the board. (laughs) Finally. With 200 points. Crack the goose egg. Crack the goose egg. All right. Uh, Question number three. Produced from the seeds of the tropical Theobroma cacao tree, originally grown in Central and South America, cocoa beans have been cultivated for at least three millennia and made into a variety of foods, primarily, of course, chocolate. According to industry statistics, how many kilograms of chocolate is consumed in the United States annually? Is it A, 300,000 kilograms, B, 3 million kilograms, C, 300 million kilograms, or D, 3 billion kilograms? 
Marty. Billion. Three billion kilograms is the correct answer. Another 200 for Marty. I eat about that much. <laughs> oh, that's how we knew. I love Chuck. He's like, I've eaten three billion pounds. <laughs> okay. Question number four. Brassica oleracea, a bitter tasting plant species, more commonly known as wild mustard, is the ancestor of several other bitter tasting subspecies whose properties have been artificially selected by humans for centuries. Which of the following is not a descendant of wild mustard? Is it A, broccoli, B, kale, C, spinach, or D, Brussels sprouts? Ed. B. B. Kale. That is incorrect. Rachel. Spinach. C. Spinach is the correct answer. So the last question in round two, question number five, the famously bitter citrus known as the grapefruit is actually a hybrid of two different citrus plants and was created accidentally on the Caribbean island of Barbados when seeds Mm. of the Southeast Asian pomelo tree were planted near trees bearing the fruit of which of the following? Is it A, oranges, B, lemons, C, limes, or D, kumquats? Marty. Oranges. Oranges is the correct answer. I knew that. Looks like an orange. Oversized orange. Come wow. I knew that. And Marty gets another 200 yes. points. Uh, that, was, that was so easy. It's hey. your fantasy, right? <laughs> yes. Playing whiskey and winning. <laughs> well, wait. It's not over yet. It's not uh, over yet. In round two, Marty got 600 points. Ed got 200 points. Rachel had 100 points. At the end of round two, Marty has 675. Ed has 200. And Rachel has 150. In round three, points are tripled, but there's only three questions. The question is, which two does Ed get right? (laughs) (laughs) So now we will take a break and make the third cocktail, the improved whiskey cocktail, and we will be right back. Okay, so we are back with round three of Who's Bitters Be Better's Whiskey Cocktail Deconstruction. But before we get to the third cocktail, we have a tradition on the podcast that when people have reached their fifth numbered episode, they get something special. (laughs) That's right. Ladies. Oh, you guys are awesome. Oh, my God. So, Sue and Siobhan have retrieved the jackets for Rachel and Marty. Right. Both of them, of course, are jacket winners themselves. Yes. Yes. Siobhan was the second recipient. Of course, she is the mayor. (laughs) And Sue, I think, was fifth. Probably. Uh, She's the whiskey pixie. Oh, shit. That fits really well. Both of you. Wow. We're amazing. I I wore the wrong (laughs) sweater. Oh, God. Yeah, so on the right lapel, it says Whiskey Power Couple. And on the left lapel, it says your name. And then five-time host, Whiskey Tangent Podcast. Well deserved. Well deserved. I want a hug from Rachel. You're our first jackets in a while. No, no, I'll just reach over. Who was the last jacket? I can't remember now. Oh, my gosh. The last one 
last jacket before this was the ladies and uh, Drea in particular. Oh yeah, Drea got the last one. Right, that was long, not wear a sweater underneath it. That was over yeah. a year ago. Right. You know I'm wearing this everywhere. Take your sweater off. It looks great in just a bra. I got that. Oh I got God. that wedding. I got that wedding coming that. up. Okay, that's a great idea, Ed. It's a great idea. Well, I got my bra. I'm going to wear my bra. <laughs> He's got his man's bra ear. on. The man's ear. The man's ear. The bro. bro. <laughs> it's I'm always nice to have cheek. other jacket winners here to bring them yeah, in. Yeah, it really you. is. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much. Yeah. That's another reason we wanted Anders here. Oh. Right, because oh. Anders was the one who introduced us to you when he yeah. sat us together during the yeah. pandemic. Yeah. That right. was our 30th anniversary. Right. Yes. It right. was. Yes. So guys, a uh, speech, whatever you want to say about being on the podcast four or five times and getting a jacket. Well, I'm so excited. I love this jacket. I've talked about it many times with my <laughs> wife. No, I'm not. I, you know, you thought, ah, I don't know if they're going to have us on that many times. We're not that good. But uh, no, I really appreciate it. And uh, Did I, you I, know this was number five? I have a feeling I you did. I wasn't sure because we did some shorts and whatever. And, and Rachel actually mentioned that. Like, but like, We'd like to add confusion so you're not yeah. really sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know if I'm more excited about this or the Quisky. But anyways, <laughs> they're both on top of my list. So thanks so much, guys. Rachel? Yeah, I'm just, you know, hey. She's speechless. So, no, no. It's, there's, I'm the, never speechless. There's let, like, me, let me make my speech. There's like winning let an Oscar. Have my moment. <laughs> I was not a cool girl. I was a nerd. I sat at the front of the class. I was excited to go to graduate school because then I didn't have to grow up and I was going to stay in school forever. So I feel like I have finally like made it with the cool kids. Aww. And so I am very excited to have this jacket. Cool and kids drink. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that aside from Ed, we're all the same as you. <laughs> we are your people. I think Ed was like the cool kid. He was on the football team and he was a stockbroker. Student council president. (laughs) Student council president. Exactly. All right. So the Marty and Rachel appearances. So you were on episode 45. Does your vermouth for matter? That was our first one. That was episode 49. Our second Japanese episode with honors the Christmas in Kyoto and uh, Godzilla poop cookies. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 60, the rogue cocktails, which was just a year ago. Also with honors. Episode 67, the Breckridge Times 4, just this past September. Yeah. And this one, episode 70, Who's Bitters Be Better? And of course, three shorts that we've done on the Pinhook Vertical Bourbon and the short that you hear next week, which Whiskey (laughs) Mermel. Okay. So, Ed. Yeah. The round three improved whiskey cocktail, Ed, has a description. Yes. From liquor.com. Liquor, I barely know her. Mm. Originally, the simple old-fashioned cocktail as we know it today, made with just whiskey, sugar, and bitters, was simply called the Whiskey Cocktail. But it was Jerry Thomas, widely considered the godfather of modern bartending, who was the first to record and categorize cocktails with his 1862 book, How to Mix Drinks. And in 1887, Thomas introduced what he called the improved whiskey cocktail, which called for the bourbon or rye to be added with Aristotle. What? Aristotle. Aristotle. Aristotle often said, speak clearly, young man. <laughs> Carry a big stick. <laughs> That's Theodore Roosevelt. Wait, what's oh, happening? Oh, sorry. The Agastor. Mixing our references. Thomas introduced what he called the improved whiskey cocktail, which called for bourbon or rye, Agastor bitters, gum syrup, maraschino liqueur, absinthe, and a lemon twist. When drinkers found that the additional ingredients were too much for them, they started asking bartenders to make the drink the old-fashioned way, which is the original whiskey cocktail, which is now called the old-fashioned. This recipe has evolved a lot over the years, and the improving ingredients are used only in limited qualities, but they lend the drink additional complexity. 
That's right. And so once again, the improved whiskey cocktail, bourbon, simple syrup, maraschino liqueur, ginger liqueur, and bitters. Ooh. Yeah. That was an interesting story about the uh, old-fashioned. I know. Isn't that cool? From. Yeah. Really, yeah. really, really was. Make it yeah. the old-fashioned way. Yeah. That yeah. is really neat. I like neat. that. That's why yeah. it's cool. Right. So this one we yeah. made with the Redemption High Rye bourbon, two ounces, a quarter ounce of simple syrup, a bar spoon of maraschino liqueur, a bar spoon of ginger liqueur, and three dashes of each of the bitters. Again, we're going to taste the Peshaw's first. The color is more similar than in any other drink previous, but you can still tell yeah. that Very the Peshaw's yeah. is redder. This is fantastic. Oh, you like this one? Yes. Oh, well, that's nice. Very sweet, but it's really, yep. really good. Yeah, I knew this was going to be sweet, and I was kind of afraid that it would be too sweet, but I don't think it is. No. Nope. Sweet really. on good, the front, and, good then, drink. and then bitter on the back. So it really... I bit her on the back one time. She got <laughs> mad. That's why you got to stay sweet on the front. That's right. Sweet on the I, I think I said the last time with the road cocktails, it's like, Ed's got a sweet start, but he's got a bitter finish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is really good. I really yeah. enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. There, wait, I swear to God, I tasted a little uh, like a nut in here somewhere. Oh, there's no orgeat. No, I know. I I, I kind of get what you mean, though. Weird. I just, there, there's a French bit of like... A little French alcohol. Yes, yes. And what is that nut? In Frangelica. Hazelnut. Hazelnut. Mm. Yeah. Why? That's what I, yeah, that's exactly I, what I could see Frangelica, like if you said like the glass was washed in Frangelica and dumped out and they made the drink in it, I'd be like, oh, I can taste that. I was going to say walnut, but that was like, no, that's not quite it. But hazelnut makes more sense. Yeah. And it's after I swallow it and I get the air in the back of your throat a little bit, it sort of rises back there, comes up. All right. Yeah. So now what's Weird. the interesting thing about mm. this is this cocktail was originally made with Angostura and we're tasting the Peshaw's version yeah. and we love it. Right. So I can't wait to see how. Oh my God. I know. I'm so glad we switched the order. This oh my God. Yeah, I did too. That's so. the best thing we did tonight. Yeah. yeah. And whose idea was that? That was yours. Yeah. That was Rachel's yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could drink this instead of a Manhattan, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, this is how good it is. Mm. Well, let's taste mm. the other one. Yeah, I did. It's the most similar to its Peshaw's version. Mm-hmm. This so is far. not oh. a different cocktail. This just has kind of different elements to yes, it. Yes, I agree. Different notes, but yeah, mm-hmm. definitely the same. This They're is a cousins. preference. Identical. Yeah. identical cousins. Identical cousins in every way. They laugh alike. They talk alike. Like they sometimes even walk alike. alike. Wow, I think this is the first time that we've had guest crickets. Oh, how we fall! Oh, the crickets weren't oh, even ready. God. They were in the dumpster having like uh, Diet Pepsi and like Marble Reds. <laughs> <laughs> Diet Pepsi. <laughs> hey, it's got. I didn't know that the guests were going to be singing. It's yeah, I didn't know t- that. Yeah, we, we were on a break thinking it was going to oh, be Oh, right. shit. They got jackets now. Oh, they think they're all that. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> When did we get jackets? I've been on all the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what are you tasting in the oh Angostura version of this? I taste the beginnings are almost the same. The finish yep. is what's different. Mm. And it's a little bit more bitter mm-hmm. and a little bit more stringent, but Agreed. different, but not bad. No. I, I would drink both Very of these good. depending on what you hand me. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like it. And I would shake this with ice. <laughs> yeah. Either have it up or, or just leave it on ice. I think I like the second one a little better. I think that's, that's the one true. I want. Has more uh, going on, more yeah. body, yeah. more more uh, bitter depth notes. to it. But yet, yeah, the Peshaw is not a washout. I'm like, I can drink no. that. But oh, I have this. Yeah. I'll drink this instead. I would yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. I think I like the Angostura version of this, but the Peshaw's is awesome. Yeah, they're both really yeah. good. Really good. Yeah. You're not yeah. going to mix them? No. 
Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. We should because like yeah, it's a tradition. We've done yeah, it. We've yeah, done yeah, it with I the agree. others. Yeah. We might as well. We got a little left. I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah. What do you think? This right. isn't bad at all. I mean, no, it's not bad at all. You, you could definitely make this mm. drink with half Angostura and half Peychauds and not lose anything. Right. Who knew? Couple dashes, whatever. It really changes the character of a drink. It, yeah, it, it really can. does. I mean, I feel like nobody better bring up bitters around me for the next year. I'm like, oh, oh well, <laughs> oh well. Let me well, tell you let about tell bitters. You about, <laughs> let me tell you about bitters. Like I was, I was like, I was like in bitters nom or something. Like, oh, hold <laughs> up a minute. We should try uh, just two dashes of both the bitters. Yeah. Oh, oh in a together? cup together? And just, yeah, without anything. Just, yeah, I'm oh. curious. Mixing oh, all right. That's little. interesting. Interesting. Because we're adding them to drinks right now. We are. Mm. All right. So maybe in the final round, before we have the Sazerac, we'll taste them together and then totally yeah. confuse our palates. Okay. okay <laughs> That'll be good. great. Perfect. Yeah. There's another drink. <laughs> yes. There's one more drink. <laughs> but before we get to that drink, we have round three quiz game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's only so many characters I could type in. Oh, my name. No. Still, nobody has joined. What are you doing? What are you people I'm doing? Think names right now. Oh, all right. Oh, well, I'll just go with that then. Okay. Smoking jacket. I was going to say jacketeer, but it won't let <laughs> me type any more in. Rachel is best jacket. <laughs> Ed is impatient, Scott. <laughs> that was good. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> I don't actually. Okay, so this is uh, round three. Oh man, uh, a tough one. Where the points are tripled, uh, 300 for a first chime-in uh, correct answer, 150 uh, for a second chime-in correct answer, uh, 75 for a third chime-in correct answer. But of course, if you get it wrong, you get negative 75. The category is bitter drinks. And these are alcoholic drinks, Okay. Yeah. by the way. Mm-hmm. Question number one. The sweet, then bitter cocktail made from Campari, sweet vermouth, and rye whiskey was named the Boulevardier after a French term for a wealthy socialite that was popular in Paris around the turn of the 20th century. The recipe appeared in famed bartender Harry McElhone's 1927 book, Barflies and Cocktails, and simultaneously in the premier issue of what sophisticated international magazine? Was it A, the Boulevardier, B, Cosmopolitan, C, Gentleman's Quarterly, or D, the New Yorker. Ed. Uh, Gentleman's Quarterly. That is incorrect. God damn it. Marty. The New Yorker. That is also oh, incorrect. Shit. Rachel. Cosmopolitan. That is also yeah, incorrect. I didn't, I didn't think I was gonna be that it one. is the Boulevardier. Oh my wow, what a bunch of bullshit that is. <laughs> uh, that is total so bullshit. So unfortunately, Rachel gets negative 75. Uh. Remember, there are only three questions in round three. Uh, and we fucked that one up. So I'm now. screwed. Uh, that's right. So question number two. The beguiling bitter and anise forward spirit with a bad reputation known as absinthe. Mm-hmm. Got its name from the species of wormwood plant that is its primary ingredient, Artemisia absinthium, which in turn was derived from the ancient Greek word absinthian. What do some linguists believe the word absinthian used to mean? Is it A, unacceptable, B, uncomfortable, C, undrinkable, or D, unlikable? Ed. C. 
undrinkable is the correct answer. Oh. Yes. Oh. yes. This is what happens. Guess who's he back? Comes, comes <laughs> back again. That's it. Ed is back. Yep. Tell a friend. It's over. Ed gets 300 points. All right. The last question in round three. <laughs> Another undrinkable spirit made from wormwood is called Jepson's Malort. Which we featured on a short a few Halloweens ago, mm-hmm. and I still have some if anyone's game to try it. Oh my god, that shit still lives. Yeah, oh yeah, it's bitter as fuck. Is most closely associated with what Midwestern American city where it was first produced mm. in 1920, and where it has since become a rite of passage for visiting tourists? Is it A. Minneapolis, <laughs> B. Milwaukee, C. Detroit, or D. Chicago? Uh, Rachel. Chicago. Correct. Chicago is the correct oh. answer. Yeah. I was say. Woo! That's right. There's only three questions. I'm good. And Rachel comes storming back. So in round three, Ed got 300 points. Oh. Rachel got 225, and Marty didn't get anything. Mm, so at the end of round three, coming for you, Ed's got less. 500. Rachel has 375, but Marty is still leading with 675 going into the final round. But we have another cocktail coming in the final round. That is the Sazerac. Do the question now, Scott. Let's do it now. (laughs) No, no. We're going to do the Sazerac first. Do the final. I demand it. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to take a break, make the Sazerac, and we will be right back. All right, we're back for the final drink. Yeah. And the final piece of quiz will be at the end. Yes. And Scott, what's the last drink? The last drink is the Sazerac. We made this, of course, before back in episode 30. But the ingredients that I made with this with is uh, two ounces of rye, three dashes of the bitters, each the Angostura and the Peychaud's, mm. uh, turbinado sugar. Did you muddle? I stirred. Okay. Rather than muddled, uh, I gave each glass an absinthe rinse mm. and expressed a lemon peel on top of it afterwards. Mm. So I didn't do this blind completely. I know which one is which, but you guys do not know which is Peychaud's mm. and which is Angostura. So, but I have them in the same glasses for the four of us. So the sort of crystalline glasses, that's one. We'll taste that one first. And then the high West tumblers will taste that one second. Okay. I'll tell you, by smell, I can't tell which one's which. Tris is so nice. Rachel. Yeah, it's beautiful. At least from visual inspection, these look pretty similar. Well, I have a suspicion, but I'm going to hold it at bay. Okay. Yeah. Smells great. The aroma is amazing. Yeah. Lemon. Oh, yeah. The lemon really comes Mm -hmm. through, right? You see all that sugar on the bottom, too. Yeah, there's. I'm going to stir that up. There's some sugar that didn't dissolve. It's a delicious Mm. drink. Yeah. Oh, wow. What a good flavor that is. Man. I think I want a little bit more absinthe in this. This doesn't have as much absinthe as that I would like because I just gave it a rinse, but it's still really good. Both are way too sweet. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but. Yeah. Yeah, they're very this, sweet compared to everything else. This drink, had. of course, is traditionally made with Peychauds. Are we tasting both or just one? Yeah, no, taste both. Okay, uh, wow. compare and contrast. Try to figure out which one is which. Yeah, I think I know. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. 
shouldn't say that. It's, <laughs> one has a distinctive, they're, they're really yeah. similar 80% through, and then the finish is different. Based on color, are you surprised? Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Okay. The visual is the closest to the night, mm. but I really didn't look at that till after I tasted them, to be honest. They're both really good drinks. Yeah. Um, I think one tastes more traditional to a Sazerac to me, but I think I like two a little bit more because it's a little bit more complex, but I'll see what you all say. Now, remember what I did with this one is I did half the amount of Angostura mm. versus the patients. Right, and I think that's why they're so close. Yes, it, it did good take, call. It, yeah, that was good because it did take me a couple sips to try to ascertain yeah. what I feel like I'm feeling. There really isn't a lot of difference between the two. No. This is really hard. And I know which one is which. And I'm going to guess might be completely wrong. This one is tastes so much sweeter. Okay. So I'm thinking yeah. this is not the Angostura because yeah. the, the bitterness. Okay. Like, so the first one you're guess. thinking is Peychaud's. And that's the second one you're guess. thinking is yeah. Angostura. They I, taste I very similar, but this is just so sweet. And, and the Angostura seems to be so much bitter, it would knock that out. Yeah. And, and Rachel... No comment. <laughs> no, you're like shaking your you're head. Required to comment. It's the whole <laughs> the whole a, purpose of podcast. the podcast. This is your fault, you. Rachel. Do I have to give this back? <laughs> Do I have to give this back? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I, I do you think it. the opposite? I do. Okay. I to disagree right, with my better what half. What do you think but that yeah. one is? You think the first one that we tasted is well, Angostura. I feel and you like that's richer and heavier and that's Peixos. Angostura. So you think that's Angostura. Okay. And I think the second one, okay. I could be wrong, but now remembering that <laughs> Scott said I yeah, put but half it, the it's, amount. It's not a right or wrong. This is a great example yeah. of the differences in these things and right. how they're using a drink. I and mean, honestly, how close. And if he didn't half the Angostura, I don't think it would be this. Yeah, yeah. the High West tastes lighter and fruitier mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think that, that that's the Peixos. Interesting. I could mm-hmm. be wrong. I'm going one is the Crystal Glass is Peychard's and the High West is the Angostura. But because you cut the Angostura, it's very good. Right. All right. So the High West one is the Angostura oh. and the Crystal Glass is the Peychard's. Oh, do I get 300 points for that? <laughs> no. Oh. But I mean, with this cocktail, we're kind of split on which yeah. one is what. Like we kind of both like them. If you half the Angostura then you kind of end up with the same drink. Yeah. Slightly and, different and, notes, and, but... And yeah. the weird part is the... Peixods. Yeah, I've heard it pronounced least, five uh, different ways tonight. Uh, oh, I know. It's hard to pronounce. Um, I don't, All by I do not taste <laughs> the licorice. I know. Of, it's weird. Oh, Isn't that right. interesting? It makes, Lost. Me, it, it makes me think, Scott, if you hadn't half it, Peixods would have won the day for this drink, but you brought it mm. down to where it was more competitive. Right. Oh, I do taste it, but it's very light in this one, yeah. and it's yeah. more sweetness, and maybe the citrus or the... What is the rind in there? Is that a... It's a lemon. Yeah, lemon, the lemon I think, kind of cut that a little. Maybe that's what it was. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mm. I know. I still think the, the Pichard one is too sweet. So I made the Sazerac in a pretty traditional way. Rinsed the glass with the absinthe. I used actual sugar, bitters, and then poured the rye in on top of that and then expressed the lemon peel and dropped it in. So if you got either of these cocktails at a bar, you'd be like, yeah, that's a Sazerac. Yeah, 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 yeah you're yeah, right. 100%. Both of them. Yep. 100%. They're not that different. I would not be like, oh, this isn't a Sazerac. This is thanks to bitters. But maybe I would now. Like, is this like a store bitters? Have you ever made a Sazerac before? <laughs> what are you, caveman? Oh, no, oh my god! Didn't. <laughs> All right, so whiskey. Right, we're gonna find out who wins whiskey. All right, so final round of whiskey. Hmm. Marty has six seventy-five. Ed has five hundred. 
Rachel has 375. Please text me the points that you want to bet Jeopardy style for the final round question about coffee. The most popular bitter Bitter. drink in the world. Yeah, there you go. Everyone's in striking distance. I just did. Yeah. Okay, okay. I got you. So, final round. Coffee. According to the corporate statistics website Statista in 2022, which country produced over 7.8 billion pounds of coffee beans? A full one-third of the world's supply. Is it A, Brazil, B, Colombia, C, Indonesia, or D, Vietnam? Oh, God. Please text me your answer. Marty has chosen? I've chosen incorrectly, sir. <laughs> Rachel has sure. also chosen? How did you incorrectly. do it? Incorrectly. You, know, you, know, you know how they say like trivial pursuit, just go with your first answer or right, first thought. So that's what I did. And Ed is also in. Ooh. All right. Here we go. Fuck Vietnam. If it's Vietnam, I'll fucking kill everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So angry. It's Angostura. (laughs) Yeah, Angostura bitters. So bitter, but he's an Angostura bitter. (laughs) Vietnamese coffee is freaking delicious. I've never had it. Yeah. Okay, so Rachel had the least points, so she will go first. Of her 375, Rachel bet 325. Ooh. And she guessed A, Brazil. Brazil is the correct oh. answer. So she finishes with 700 oh. points. <laughs> the next person is Ed. And Ed had 500. He bet 400. And he guessed Indonesia, oh. which as we know now is the incorrect Answer, Ed ends with 100 points. So now it is down to Marty. Marty had 675. He bet 500. And his answer was... Proud of you, Marty. B, Columbia. So the winner is Rachel. All right. With 700 points, Marty comes in second with 175, uh, and Ed is third at 100. Congratulations. Good job, Rachel. When Ed says, you know, when I buy a bourbon for Scott, we both win. Well, when Rachel wins, <laughs> we both win. Power couple, baby. Power couple. Yeah, Even though Marty's like, have fun sleeping in the guest yeah, room tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's almost as great as winning this jacket. Yeah. I mean, honestly, this has been an amazing episode. It's an eye-opening episode. Uh, yeah. So- uh. Let's just go around real quick and uh, tr- I guess try to determine which bitters be better. Oh, Ed. I mean, I the Agostura has a longer history and it has more complexity. What we've learned is if it's too much for your drink, cut the dosage down and it can still win. Kind of like when you have the difference between an 80 proof whiskey and a 120 proof whiskey. Ah, you know, I can that's put some, a good analogy. I, I can put it on yeah. a globe. I can put some drops of water and mm. I can take it down to 110, 190. Well, meanwhile, the Pichards is what it is. It's not going to get any stronger. The Angostura, you can give it strong, pull it back a bit, and you still have elements of the complexity that Pichards doesn't have. Mm. Angostura. Yeah. 
Rachel? I keep thinking about parallels with the vermouth tasting, especially mm-hmm. what, like, you need to realize what is going into your cocktail. Everyone always thinks about the whiskey, the bourbon, what's in there. Mm-hmm. And I am not sure I can call it, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also reminiscent of what Anders had said about with Peshards. It really lets the whiskey shine through. So depending on what you want to do, if you want a cocktail that complements and brings everything together, definitely Angostura. If you want something that's going to let certain elements shine through, then I think it's going to be pay short. Mm. So I'm a little mm. bit back and forth. Yeah. Marty? God, this is a tough one. Cause, yeah. um, <laughs> no, it is because there's a lot going through my brain right now. Like, Good. you know, I'm not a big bitters fan in a lot of stuff. And I like the anise, you know, the licorice mm-hmm. kind of flavor. I do. But I thought the complexity of the Angostura is much better. I think you can use this in more drinks. And I think the other one's just limited but again we've shown both of them work well in different ways and the amount that you use both have their place yeah i think you're all right honestly but in the end when you look at it objectively the angostura is super spiced like it it is aggressive when you use that you need to know right how to use it the peshaws is really mild forgiving very forgiving exactly Mm. what was interesting to me was tasting the cocktails with the opposite bitters of what it was actually intended to taste like. Oh, yeah. And in the Sazerac at the end, when I halved the amount of the Angostura, they kind of balanced out. There's there's some different elements, but I think ultimately that I like the Angostura better because it's deeper. There's more flavor there. There's more herbaceousness, cinnamon. There's more clove. A lot more stuff in there that will balance out whatever other elements you're adding in your cocktail. Yeah, that's a great summation of everything. My question is, if you don't have any hair, do the headphones start to hurt after a while, Marty? <laughs> Shade. Shade. No. Not, no, no, no. All right, just wondering. No. Wait, I have something else more relevant, more relevant to the conversation. Cool? I was just curious about Let that. Me, uh, and seriously, like this is okay. You know, after you're saying all this, guess what we did in the very beginning? We tasted the bitters by themselves. Yeah. 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 Right. Yep, yep, and yep. and to me, it's like there was such a difference. Yeah. Why would we ever expect a cocktail to be comparable? Yeah. So if you get a bitters, Angostura or anyone, it doesn't matter what you buy. Taste it first and think about it. But what's crazy is like cocktail recipes online just say bitters. Yeah. And, crazy. And yep. then if you used Angostura or you used Peshaw's, three out of four drinks are yep. different. Completely different. Yep. Scott, when you suggested this, I'm like, yeah, we'll do it. But like, yeah. it's not like vermouth, so a whole part. Right. Bitters is just like, it's a little dash. Like, it can't make an impact. It made a huge it impact. It really did. I felt I the same way, so Rachel. Wrong. I was oh, like, Scott you. was so pumped up. I'm like, all right. I mean, for- we should investigate bitters. So I'm like, I was down for it, but I wasn't excited. I'm like, <laughs> aren't they all going to taste basically the same? We're going to look like dicks. It's like, oh, yeah, bitter A is the same as bitter too. And like, no. oh, wow, so different. All right, Scott, uh, you are so smart. Well, I mean, I was right with you because maybe everything will just taste the same and it'll be like, well, it doesn't really matter. But we have determined that it does matter which bitters you're going with, but it's what flavor you want to go with your cocktail and what bitters you should use in that. Maybe it's not what be better, what be better with cock, with each cock. Be better with cock. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cut that. No, no, I... 
Or so. On that note, Ed, take us out. I mean, when I think back to how insignificant I treated bitters in my mind, and I've been drinking so long and so heavily. The fact that no one else has done an episode on bitters, that should mean that this episode that we're doing should go viral coast to coast, pole to pole, and that we should be the hottest whiskey podcast in the history of podcasts. But that being said, in the moment, I think that this has been a very eye-opening episode for me to be a part of. Thanks, Scott, for coming up with it. And, of course, we want to thank Marty and Rachel for joining us and getting their jackets. We're very excited. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Take a look at your bitters, everybody. Your bitters were matter also. (laughs) (laughs) So, for the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, I'm Ed. I'm Scott. I'm Rachel. I'm Marty. Cheers, everybody. (laughs) Later.